Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the pastoral epistles with this message entitled, We Are On Our Way to Heaven, preached January the 18th, 2015. We are on our way to heaven. Saints of God, we are all on a journey to heaven. And we are traveling on the narrow way of the Lordship of Jesus Christ. There is only one Savior of the whole world and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you will today repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And you will be saved and saved forever. The Lord Jesus Christ, he is the God man. King of kings and Lord of lords. We are traveling on the highway of holiness. The unclean will not journey on it. Only the redeemed will walk there. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them. And sorrow and sighing will flee away. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life and no one comes to the heavenly father except through me. But thank God for religious freedom. You can believe whatever you want, sir. But if you want to be saved, you must confess Jesus Christ as your Lord. Every knee must bow and every tongue must confess him. The glorious future belongs only to those who follow Jesus Christ The good shepherd who gave his life for us. Friends, there are only two. I said two eternal destinies. Heaven or hell. We are going to heaven, sir. To the dying thief who prayed to Jesus. He graciously answered And said today you shall be with me in paradise. So we too are going to see Jesus in paradise. Friends we are going to heaven. So I want to speak seven things. First is heaven. What is heaven? Heaven is where... Our father in heaven dwells. Whose will is always done there. With gladness and joy. Immediately and exactly. It is a real place in time and space. In God's universe. Though creation cannot contain Infinite God, as Solomon said, heaven is where God manifests himself most intensely. 
God also manifested himself in Mount Sinai, in the tabernacle, in the temple. Now he also dwells in true Christian churches and friends in Christian families where Jesus Christ is worshipped. And in every true believer who obeys Jesus Christ. So we read, for where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. Colossians 1.27, to them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. 1 Corinthians 6.19 Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you whom you have received from God. Friends, heaven is a holy place. Nothing unclean can enter there. All evil shall be outside of heaven in hell. Revelation 22.15 Outside are the dogs, those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices lie. Revelation 21.8 But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Think about it, sir. Where are you heading? Heaven is also called Abraham's bosom. The third heaven and paradise. Paul and John had the opportunity to go to heaven. And come back and tell us few things about it. Friends, if anyone plans to visit a foreign country, he would learn all about that country. So let us learn all about heaven. By studying the Holy Bible. Number two. Who all are in heaven right now? God the Father. God the Son. Our Lord Jesus Christ. He is there in his glorious physical body. God the Holy Spirit. Holy angels are there. Ever hearing and doing God's holy will. The perfected spirits of all who died in the Lord are there right now. Worshipping God. Hebrews 12. But you have come to Mount Zion. To the heavenly Jerusalem, the city of the living God, you have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly. You have come to the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God. 
the judge of all men to the spirits of righteous men made perfect we have come to jesus the mediator of a new covenant and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of abel our loved ones are there praising god at this moment fathers and mothers and husbands and wives children and friends all those who left this world trusting in jesus friends when we die angels will carry our spirits to heaven as jesus told us in luke 16 when we arrive in heaven we shall be reunited with our loved ones and we shall rejoice recognizing them especially we shall rejoice seeing jesus our savior who loved us and died for our sins jesus as the second person of the trinity the eternal son of god was in heaven before his incarnation so we read in john 1 in the beginning was the word the word was with god and the word was god john 3 verse 13 no one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven the son of man john 6 and verse 62 what if you see the son of man ascend to where he was before after his resurrection he went back to heaven luke 24 while he was blessing them he left them and was taken up to heaven he went back to heaven as we read to prepare a place for us Friends, Jesus is seated on the right hand of God the Father. So Hebrews 8 verse 1, the point of what we are saying is this. We do have a high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven. And Peter says in 1 Peter 3 and verse 22, Jesus who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels authorities and powers in submission to him friends right now Jesus Christ is praying for all his redeemed community So Paul says who is he that condemns Christ Jesus who died more than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is praying for us Writer to the Hebrews says the same thing therefore he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them but he must remain in heaven until the time of the renewal of all things 
So we read in Acts 3.21, St. Peter says he must remain in heaven until the time comes for God to restore everything, renewal of everything, recreation of everything, as he promised long ago through his holy prophets. Friends, he is going to come again from heaven to earth for the final judgment And to make all things new. So Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 4.16. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven. With a loud command. With the voice of the archangel. And with the trumpet call of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Think about it, God's program, sir. In heaven, holy angels and the spirits of believers who died are beholding the face of God the Father and Jesus at this very moment. They are worshiping him with singing. Friends, as I already said, even we who are living on earth We too are seated in heaven and we too are praising God by faith in Christ as the scripture clearly declares. We are told and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Number three, what happens to us at death? And there is a death, sir. It is appointed for man, appointed by God. Wants to die. And then comes the judgment. There are only two ways to die. Die in the Lord or to die in our sins. Revelation 14 and verse 13. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Write, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Holy Spirit, they will rest from their labor for their deeds will follow them. Jesus said in John 8 and verse 21, once more Jesus said to them, I'm going away and you will look for me and you will die in your sins. Where I go, you cannot come. In John 8 verse 24, I told you that you would die in your sins. If you do not believe that I am the one I claim to be, you will indeed die in your sins. I will die in the Lord. And I hope many of us will die in the Lord. I don't want you to die in your sins. Therefore, today you are hearing the invitation. To come to Jesus Christ and be saved. So you can die in the Lord. At death our spirits will be perfected. And brought to heaven instantly. 
This is so because we have repented of our sins and trusted in Jesus Christ alone for our eternal salvation. So Jesus said, John 5, 24, I tell you the truth, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent to me has eternal life and will not be condemned for he has crossed over from death to life. In 2 Corinthians 5, 8, we are told This we are confident I say and would prefer would choose to be away from the body means to die and be at home with the Lord. I told you he already went to heaven and came back. He couldn't wait until he go back permanently. Philippians 1.21 For to me to live is Christ and to die is profit not loss, profit gain yes. Philippians 1.23 I am torn between the two I desire to depart and be with Christ which is better by far if you cannot say that may God have mercy upon you and repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm 116 verse 15. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Friends at death our eternal destinies are fixed irreversibly. As Jesus teaches us in Luke 16. Therefore, now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. Now, right now, when you are hearing the gospel invitation, Jesus is calling you, cross over the chasm of death into life. Life eternal with Jesus, who destroyed death by his death. He who believes in Jesus has eternal life right now. The thief on the cross believed though he was dying. And he was saved and went to heaven. Friends at death we are freed from all sufferings, all evil all cancer, all sicknesses and death. Our spirits go to heaven to be with the Lord and our bodies will rest in the graves united to Christ till the resurrection, says the Westminster Shorter Catechism. In heaven our spirits will experience the second installment of our salvation and rest there we wait in expectation of the third and final installment of salvation when Christ shall raise us up in our bodies from corruption free at last number four 
Jesus is the only way to heaven. Let God be true and all men liars. Jesus alone is one divine person in two natures. The God man. No other God man. No other atoning sacrifice. No other savior. No other prophet, priest and king. Have you trusted in him to obey him? He invites you to come to him and rest in God. For our hearts are restless until they rest in God. Friends, you may die at any time. Friends, all have sinned. And all must die eternal death. Unless we trust in Jesus who died our death. And grants us the glorious liberty of the children of God. Friends, God paid the highest price to save us. The blood of his only begotten son. Romans 8, 31 and 32. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And Paul says in Acts chapter 20, keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, be shepherds of the church of God which he bought with his own blood. So how can a sinner go to heaven? By trusting in Jesus Christ alone and live all your life to love him and please him. This is what Jesus said, John eleven twenty five and 26. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Jesus is asking us today. Do you believe this? And John concludes his gospel by writing this. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God. And that by believing you may have life in his name. And Acts 26 verse 20. First to those in Damascus, then to those in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and to the Gentiles also I preached that they should repent and turn to God and prove their repentance by their deeds. Friends, such believing Christians, we are destined for glory. Romans 9, 22 and 23. What if God choosing to show his wrath and make his power known bore with great patience the objects of his wrath. 
everyone who will not believe in jesus christ is the object of his wrath but if god choosing to show his wrath and make his power known bore with great patience the objects of his wrath prepared for destruction what if he did this to make the riches of his glory known to the objects of his mercy whom he prepared in advance for glory objects of his wrath prepared for destruction objects of his mercy prepared for glory In Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10 the writer says in bringing many sons to glory the mission of Jesus Christ to bring us to glory he came to our hell to bring us to heaven to glory yes uh, our destiny is glory so we read Ephesians 5:25 and 27 Husbands love your wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church glorious church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and blameless our destiny sir Our salvation is incomplete until the resurrection of our bodies. At death the spirits of all believers entered heaven including the Old Testament saints. Those who rejected Christ by living a wicked life their spirits entered a place of fire, torment and agony. We don't like to talk about hell or about sin or about the wrath of god such spirits become believers in hell but it is too late they would long to evangelize their unbelieving families living on earth but they could not they must that unbelieving families living on earth must believe the gospel themselves no special miracles for them to induce them to faith in jesus they must believe the supreme miracle of the resurrection of our lord and savior jesus christ hear what jesus said he said to him Luke 16 verse 31 if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets means the bible they will not be convinced even if someone rises from the dead they the spirits in hell themselves want to leave hell and go to heaven to experience rest they themselves will want it but no one can cross the chasm from hell to heaven or heaven to hell now he who believes in jesus can cross over from death to life not after death and you are going to die sir 
Read all about it in the account of Jesus in Luke 16. It's not mythology. It is the view of Jesus about heaven and hell. Those who will not repent and believe in Jesus are deluded. They are deceived by the devil who is a liar and the father of all lies. So we dealt with four points. The fifth is Jesus is coming again soon. Now if he doesn't come for another thousand years, you are going to go to him. He is coming soon. He is coming again from heaven to earth in great power and glory. And every eye shall see him, including the wicked. He will come suddenly, personally, visibly, publicly. And he is given all authority to save his people and judge his enemies. He is coming to judge the living and the dead. So we read in Daniel 12, multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake. Some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Your mother and father and grandfather, oh, if they did not trust, this is what's going to, to shame and what's up, everlasting contempt. Listen to Jesus, John 5. Do not be amazed at this, for a time is coming when all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good will rise to live, and those who have done evil will rise to be condemned. And St. Paul said this, And I have the same hope in God as these men. Acts 24.15 That there will be a resurrection of both the righteous and the wicked. And St. John tells us in Revelation 20 verse 12. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne. And books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. Jesus said in John chapter 6. And this is the will of him who sent me and I shall lose none of all that he has given me. But raise them up on the last day. For my father's will is that everyone who looks to the son and believes in him shall have eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. 
When Jesus comes again, friends, he will bring with him the saints who died and went to heaven, whose spirits are made perfect. He will bring with him the saints that they receive glorious bodies at the resurrection. Bodies like the physical body of Christ. When he comes, he will raise up and judge all as the sovereign judge of the universe. He will judge the presidents of this country. They all will be raised, kings and queens and emperors. They all will be raised up and condemned to hell. He knows everything about everybody. He knows everything about everybody. Thoughts, words, deeds and motives. He doesn't need books. He knows it. It speaks about books for our sakes. He is omniscient. He never forgets anything. If he forgets our sins, it's by design. Isn't that true? Thank God he remembers our sin no more. The wicked will stand on his left and the righteous on his right. The wicked will be condemned and sent to hell to endure, listen sir, eternal conscious punishment. And the righteous will be justified to enjoy eternal conscious blessed life with Jesus. The wicked are cursed and the righteous blessed. Recently we read Matthew 18. If your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. Throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. Jesus, friend, spoke more about hell than anybody else. And if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away, it is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. In Matthew 25, 41 and 46, then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. And you say, no, he's nice. He's nice. Our job is to sin. His job is to forgive. It's a deception to say we are like animals and trees and plants. No. We alone are created in the image and likeness of God. Matthew 25 verse 46 Then they will go away to eternal punishment 
But the righteous towards her eternal life. The word eternal, the adjective is used for both. The devil and demons shall also be sent to the lake of fire. We read this, Revelation 20 verse 10, And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. And notice, they will be tormented day and night forever and ever eternal, sir. And you say it's not right? Who are you to say to God what is right and what is wrong? All the wicked will go to hell. Yet there shall be degrees of punishment according to the righteous judgment of Christ. All the righteous will enter heaven. Yet their rewards for good works will be different. So we read in Isaiah 40 verse 10. See the sovereign Lord comes with power and his Arm rules for him. See his reward is with him. And his recompense accompanies him. Isaiah 62 11. The Lord has made proclamation to the ends of the earth. Say to the daughter of Zion. See your savior comes. See his reward is with him. And his recompense accompanies him. He comes with reward for us. That's a gracious thing. All our good works are done in his power and by his grace. But he decides to give us reward for them. Revelation 22, 12. Behold, I am coming soon. My reward is with me and I will give to everyone according to what he has done. We are God's workmanship created in in Christ Jesus unto good works which God has foreordained that we should walk in them. We should be rich in good works. Now I say a word about intermediate state. What is called the intermediate state is the period between death and final judgment. The wicked goes to a place of torment and the righteous goes to be with the Lord for enjoyment during the intermediate state. There is no soul sleep. You want soul sleep, it will not come. There is no soul sleep and there is no purgatory. All such teachings are simply heretical. Hell is a place of divine judgment. A place of fire, agony, misery and memory. You don't want to remember anything but you will remember. That memory itself will be torture. Hell is eternal and those who are there are conscious of their punishment. They would desire death and annihilation but it shall not come. Existence in hell is the curse of what we call second death. Revelation 21 verse 8. 
But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Revelation 14 verse 11 And the smoke of their torment rises forever and ever There is no rest day or night For those who worship the beast and his image Or for anyone who receives the mark of his name Ever and ever So we read in Hebrews 10 If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think a man deserves to be punished? Who has trampled the Son of God underfoot? That's what you do when you reject Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. Who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified him. And who has insulted the spirit of grace. For we know him who said it is mine to avenge. Number six. Blessed life in the new heaven and the new earth. Blessed life with God. Adam's sin affected God's material creation, which originally was very good. Let me prove it from Genesis 3. To Adam, he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat of it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground since from it you were taken for dust you are and to dust you will return. The ground is cursed and we are cursed. We die. You can live 969 years, but he died. We must die because wages of sin is death. And all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Listen to St. Paul. Romans 8, the creation waits in eager expectation of the sons of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, futility, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in pains of childbirth right up to the present time. But there is going to be a new heaven and a new earth and we are going to receive new body. 
glorious body. So God will bring about a new heaven and a new earth where shall be no curse and where dwells righteousness. It shall be a physical universe of exquisite beauty unable for us to understand now. So Isaiah foresaw this and he said in Isaiah 65, Behold, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. Isaiah 66, As the new heavens and the new earth that I will make endure before me, declares the Lord, so will your name and descendants endure. And Jesus said, you read recently, Matthew 19, Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth at the renewal of all things. When the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And St. Peter says in 2 Peter, but in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, the home of righteousness. Christianity is not speaking about pessimism. It is hope. Hope of the glory of God. New heaven, new earth. Sin is dealt with finally and completely. We will also have the most beautiful and glorious physical bodies. You have no idea of that beauty. God himself will dwell with his glorified people on this new earth in total harmony. And so let me read to you from Revelation 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. And there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, now the dwelling of God is with men and he will live with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them. And be their God, he will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. Revelation 22, no longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city and his servants will serve him. They will see his face and his name will be on their forehead. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun for the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. There shall be no sin 
and we shall not be able to sin what's the latin for it sir non posse peccare what is true of us now posse non peccare will be changed to not possible to sin so we shall enjoy the most blessed fellowship with god and god's people then we shall experience the beatific vision of joy unspeakable and full of glory put it differently we will have a good time <laughs> psalm 16 verse 11 you have made known to me the path of life you will fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand Psalm 27 verse 4 one thing i ask of the lord this is what i seek not more money not mansion not anything that i may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life for what purpose to gaze upon the beauty of the lord and to seek him in his temple Jesus said to Martha one thing is needful and Mary has chosen that good part and nobody is able to take it away from her John 17 verse 3 this is eternal life that they may know thee the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent eternal life is a relational life it is knowing god and being with god and jesus christ john 17:24 father i want those you have given me to be with me where i am and to see my glory the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world he has gone to prepare a place for us and he is going to come back so that we will be where he is this is real life imagine two people got married and there is no love it is pure hell we will experience pure joy friends will be rich because god will be our portion and we shall be his segula his most beautiful and precious jewel will be his portion he is ours and we are his and we will inherit the new earth blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth and heaven is on earth number 7 then what do we do in this heaven on earth what are we going to do We love God and love one another we will be eating and drinking and having a great time because we will see the Lord Jesus as he is for we shall be like him What did I say sir eating and drinking sir Revelation 19 then the angel said to me right blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the lamb 
and he added these are the true words of god matthew 8 verse 11 i say to you that many will come from the east and the west and will take their places at the feast with abraham isaac and jacob in the kingdom of heaven Jesus said in Luke 22 I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God again he said for I tell you I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes eating and drinking sir as Jesus himself did in his resurrection body friends will be traveling laughing learning researching working worshiping singing god's praises we'll do many things with new heavenly powers that will be given to us and we shall also reign with him First Corinthians 6:2 and 3 do you not know that the saints will judge the world and if you are to judge the world are you not competent to judge trivial cases do you not know that we will judge angels Second Timothy 2 verse 12 if we endure we will also reign with him Revelation 20 verse 6 blessed and holy are those who have part in the first resurrection the second death has no power over him but they will be priests of God and of Christ and we will reign with him for a thousand years Revelation 22:5 there will be no more night they will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun for the lord god will give them light and they will reign forever and ever and do you know what will go on in the in hell they regret because they did not believe in jesus christ in heaven we continue to grow in grace and knowledge of christ we will continue to live by faith hope and love our bodies will have various new capabilities our bodies shall also be imperishable that means no corruption no cancer no death number 2 our bodies will be glorious we shall shine like the sun matthew 13 verse 43 our bodies will be powerful full of various powers especially powers of the mind and able to travel from one end of to the other as jesus did from the mount of olives to heaven he was taken up and arrived where in heaven how many days it took we are not told maybe instantly but there is still time we will be living in space and time and our body will be spiritual holy spirit engineered designed and directed we have no way of understanding these things fully now we see through a glass dimly 
then we shall see Jesus face to face. And notice all things are not subject to us now, but soon it shall be. Because we read and he put everything under his feet, under man's feet. In putting everything under him, God left nothing that is not subject to him. Yet at present we do not see everything subject to him. It shall be soon subject to a believer in Jesus Christ. Let me give you some conclusion. First, have you trusted in Jesus Christ alone? Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. That's the most important question to you. Have you trusted in Jesus Christ alone? Do you have now eternal life? Have you crossed over from death to life? And we are told to make certain one thing. Make your calling and election sure. Put it simply. Make sure that you are saved. By Christ from the wrath of God. There is no more important thing you have to do in this world. Number three. Self-declaration is not enough. That is, I'm a Christian. You just said it. Matthew 7, 21 through 23, they said they were Christians. We cast out demons, prophesied, and performed miracles. And Jesus said, depart from me. I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of wickedness. Don't Rest on your own declaration that you are a Christian. To the foolish virgin, Jesus said, I never knew you. Depart from me. In Luke 13, we read, someone asked him, Lord, are only few people going to be saved? He said to them, make every effort to enter through the narrow door because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you where you come from. Away from me, you evildoers. Then they will say, hey, remember we ate with you, we drank with you. You taught in our street. You know us. We didn't believe in you or anything. What you just uh, take me to heaven? Jesus said, Luke six forty six. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? That's a proof. That's a fruit. Do you obey Jesus Christ? Did you deny yourself, take up the cross, and follow me? Number four, do you share your faith with your friends and with your family? Can you say with Joshua, for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. We are going to heaven. Number five, 
Do you invest in the kingdom of God? Matthew 6. Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If your treasure is in heaven, that will be your mind. There will be your mind. You are thinking about it. Colossians 3, 1 through 4. Number 6. Do you hasten Christ's coming by living a holy life? 2 Peter 3, 11 through 13. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. 1 John 3 verse 3, everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Number 7, similar to number 6, do you long for glory? 2 Timothy 4, for I am ready, already being poured out like a drink offering and the time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge will award to me on that day and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. What are you longing for? Promotion at work? Philippians 3.20 But our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Longing. Revelation 22.20 You read this. He who testified to these things says what? Yes, I am coming soon. And the response of the church. Amen. Come Lord Jesus. Titus 2.13 While we eagerly wait for the blessed hope. The glorious appearing of our great God and Savior. Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father we pray that you help us. To be saved. That we may join the church. On her way to heaven. We are a people of great hope. Stephen was dying. But heaven opened. And he saw. Jesus standing. Welcoming him to heaven. Lord help us. To come to heaven. Help us to follow Jesus Christ who is guiding us and he will bring us to heaven. Help us, O Lord, to live every day in the joy of it. In Jesus' name, amen.